This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to News Laundry Hafta. This is Abhinandan Sekri with my slogan, Angrez Apna Lagaan or News Laundry Apna Hafta. Kabhi nai chhodte. Today on the Hafta, we have an in-house panel and our guest is Kaveri Bamzai. Hi, Kaveri. Hello. Kaveri is an Indian journalist. We make sure that Indian journalists, because we have so many international journalists on Hafta, right, Karthik? <laughs> With more than 30 years of experience, she's worked with India Today, the Indian Express, the Times of India. Until recently, she was consulting editor for special projects in India Today. But you were also editor there for a while, right, Kaveri? Yeah, three for, years. For three years, yeah. Very unfortunate years. <laughs> Why? Which ended with Modi coming to power. Oh dear, okay. <laughs> 2014. So that, so that was the climax. Yes. And she writes regularly for the print. She's the, she's the author of Bollywood Today. Yes. And two monographs on Madhuri Dikshit and Sarah Bano. My God, your bio is very thorough. What is a monograph? A monograph is part of a series that we did with uh, Urvashi Butalia Khalifa Press on uh, women in Indian cinema. It was really actually quite fascinating. So we had oh, a whole um, 10 uh, women um, uh, actors that we wrote about. So welcome, Kaveri. Good Thank to you. have you on the Hafta. We've been trying to get you here for a long time, but yes. finally you're here. After Various reasons prevented me from airing my views in public. Well, now you're free as a bird and you can <laughs> air all the views you want. Also on our panel today is Anand Vardhan. Hi, Anand. Hello. Have you been jogging? Although the rain in Delhi has kept many people indoors. No, no, I think it rained only once this ah. week. Oh, I see. Okay. It's been Peter pattering. I see. Obviously, you've been indoors all. No, I, I, all question this week. I ask him every time you meet. Him. I got no, every just the last two weeks because <laughs> I was I just got into town day before yesterday. I was out for like. Four oh days. yeah, you were in Boston. Uh, oh. Then what? we have Manisha having Pandey. Fun. I was having fun. I was working like a dog, being exploited. Sure. Yes. We believe that. So Manisha Pandey, the cynical, lazy bones of. News laundry. You know, even my mother started asking me this because she hears after she's like, Wo hai na? he's again gone to. I'm like, maybe I am really like creating this impression. Yes, you are no. clearly. <laughs> and Raman Kripal, I'm managing editor. Hi. Hi, Raman, sir. Hi. You and Kavri worked together in the past? Yes. yes. Indian Express. One of the disadvantages or advantages of having been around for so long is that I think I've worked with practically everyone. So <laughs> there is no one left to work with anymore. And that's your problem too, right, Raman, sir? Every time we get a guest, you work with yeah, that yeah. person sometime most, or the other. Most of them, yes. So, so I think okay. we're meeting after, what, 25 years, 20 years? 25 years. At least, yeah, 25. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Chalo. Nice wow. reunion. <laughs> Hafta is the nice place for reunion also. So I'll quickly get on with the headlines and then we will discuss as many of these as possible. And we have also a few mails from our subscribers, which I shall move. But first, the Pulwama attacks dominated news. In fact, they took place the day we recorded the last Hafta, if I'm yeah. not yeah. wrong. Yes. We recorded yes. in the morning and this happened in the afternoon. 3.30. Yeah, 3.30 it happened. By 7, we started getting the And in fact, of one of the subscribers whose mail has said that even if you've recorded something in the morning and something this major yeah. happens in the evening, Maybe you should add a few minutes, like a yeah, uh, because you can't, you know, because people who rehear mm-hmm. it don't know you had recorded before it happened. True. So, so we have lots of news related to that Pulwama, and and or stemming from that, you know, the France to move in a proposal at the UN to ban JIM chief Masood Azhar. Then Arun Jaitley's response to Imran Khan's comment, and Imran Khan's comment saying that we Give shall retaliate if you attack. And Pakistani citizens asked to leave Bikaner in 48 hours of his prosecution. Ex-JNU leader Shehla Rashid isn't booked for promoting enmity for a tweet. I find that bizarre. And uh, the government has scrapped security for six separatists after Pulwama attack. I mean, okay. Uh, maybe they should have done this a while ago. But uh, then 22 arrested in Dehradun when 
a bunch of Derdun students started shouting slogans and some Derdun college also said mm-hmm. that we want all Kashmiri mm-hmm. kids to go. The completely nutter Meghalaya governor Tadhagat Roy tweeted some shit about boycotting Kashmir and Kashmiris. And uh, then Barkha Dutt, as, as in, you know, in the wake of all this, she got a whole bunch of abuse and someone sent her a dick pic, which she posted on Twitter and how smart that was. And also related to this, I think Sidhu has finally been dropped from Kapil Sharma's yeah. show. Yeah. And Anil Ambani is guilty of contempt. We shall discuss that in a little bit, not too much detail, because I think Pulwama will dominate. What else did we have this week? Uh, we had Cobra Post come up with a new sting, Operation Karaoke, where they've stung 36 Bollywood celebrities quote-unquote but they're really husbands mm. KCR has expanded his cabinet we can claim NL Hafta impact because right after the week we talked about it <laughs> yes it's now a 10-member uh, cabinet and there are some six new faces in fact this should not be NL impact it should be the impact of the, the subscriber who had written to us yes. saying that you guys have not discussed this issue <laughs> oh, okay. for such a long time and so we discussed it and KCR has reacted congratulations <laughs> <laughs> times now Humbi times now Humbi times now uh, BJP and Shiv Sena announce alliance for Lok Sabha and, and Assembly polls Supreme Court has rejected the centre's circular on advising journalists not to use the word Dalit use the word schedule cast so Supreme Court has rejected that so what the Supreme Court rejected it. is that there was a plea yeah. challenging challenging that, that so they said go to the appropriate authority so they haven't said it's okay they no. said we are not the people yeah, who come they're to they're saying don't come to us which is surprising because otherwise they're go to very the happy to intervene in anything <laughs> and everything Huh. The Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, who's also known as Mr. Bonesaw, was. Okay. Uh, I wonder why. Jamal Koshigi. <laughs> we did. Koshigi. No, but. Uh, you're being that sar- was meant to be you're being sarcastic. Huh. sarcastic. Okay. Huh. Uh, so he was in India, and there could be potential uh, $100 billion deal investments. investments. Okay. And uh, he spoke about underlining the importance of banning terrorist organizations, imposing sanctions. But he didn't mention but it's Pulwama. All, he didn't mention Pulwama, and it was all proposals and. Yeah, uh, nothing like yeah, the 20 nothing, billion nothing that he gone. gave yeah. to Pakistan. Also, there was uh, that interview that Nidhi Razdan did on NDTV of the Foreign Minister of yes. Saudi, which I'd like to discuss when we discuss Who this. Who is actually directly uh, involved, supposed to be directly involved in the Khashoggi case. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow, he's he can lie with a straight face. Oh, man, yes, anyway. very straight face. Uh-huh. We hmm. have the Farmers March again. This is the second long march organized by All India Kisan Sabha. That kicked which off this is, morning. Yeah, it's affiliated to the Communist Party of India. And this is because the earlier demands were not met. So they've marched again. And Kulbushan Jadav case, there was a four-day public hearing at Hague where uh, India has asked for a civilian court trial and to relook at the death and sentence. And yes, Salve was uh, yeah. making He's been, his He submissions. argued and Pakistan argued and then... I see. So before we start off on, we will start with Pulwama. But I'd like to um, just read one quick email and then Kaveri, you can just tell us a little bit about... This general state of journalism, before we get into specifics of how each of these was covered. This email is from a subscriber who doesn't want to be named. So he's, he's given feedback for the last episode. First point is, please don't announce my name. I'm a long-time subscriber. Okay. He says, love the show. However, 211 was below power. A few possible reasons. As one of your letters brought out, the panel seemed a little ill-prepared. Also, a lot happened on Thursday. Pulwama happened. Mm-hmm. I understand that you record on Thursday. But if such a major news item has occurred, you could consider adding a short audio comment and appending it to the hafta in the beginning, telling listeners that this is an unfolding event and will be discussed next week. 
especially yeah, in the case of that's Pulwama. That's a great idea. That's very great idea. We'll do we that if something that, major yeah. happens. We can just add it. Karthik, yeah. our producer has taken note. Thank you for that advice. Thirdly, he says, please try to have Madhu on board, even if it's for a 15-20 minute call or her or her Toshbal or some other guests on Hafta. Well, we have Kaveri today. So, but Madhu is traveling. She'll be back in town day after tomorrow. So next week, hopefully she should be there. Lastly, on a lighter note, no Hindi rants, Abhinandan. You sound horrible. Also, pronunciation <laughs> is sycophancy. Sycophant. Not psychophancy, a psychophant. Really? Okay. I've always been psychophant. saying psychophant, ah. yeah. There are two. All my life. There are two views ah. on it. It's okay. I think so, in American, okay. sycophant. Yeah. And also personal request, can you have a page on your website with a running list of the recommendation books and articles that you keep adding and you keep adding them every week and on the date that they, they were recommended. All the very best to the team. I'm very fond of your content. Keep up the good work. Cheers and Jai Hind. Very Yay. nice. Very good Thank listener. You. Yeah. Very good and subscriber. I know who the subscriber is and I also think he is an army officer, <laughs> which is why he doesn't want to be named. Hmm. So, Kaveri. How things as a freelancer? Is it true that it's very difficult to survive as a freelancer in the in the journalism? Of course it is, uh, because uh, a your um, you know uh, you have to find gigs that um, make sure that you're not below poverty line. Hmm. Uh, two, uh, you have to because you want to maintain a certain amount of independence. Uh, you have to choose uh, the people with. that you write for very carefully. And, uh, you know, ensuring that their point of view and your point of view uh, match is very difficult, as you know, in this day and age where you have so much of this for, I don't even call it fake news. It's actually not fake news. It's for news. That's, uh, you know, the order of the day. So um, it is difficult, especially in the areas that I write on. We were just discussing it with Manisha. You know, media is something that people have actually stopped looking at very critically because almost every organization is involved in more than one uh, has more than one platform hmm. and um, cinema politics it's all uh, sometimes it's difficult to tell what is uh, politics and what is cinema you know there's more politics in cinema and sometimes there's and theater, there's more yeah. more theater in uh, politics, uh, politics. Yeah. so that actually yeah I suppose it makes my job easy but it is tough uh, but hmm. it is also sometimes a little more rewarding because at least uh, you're not negotiating something that you have to uh, which is usually egos of uh, various smug middle-aged men uh, <laughs> which is our version of pale male stale but um, what is pale male stale donald trump oh okay uh, that kind of uh, so indian media is full of them uh, yeah of course uh, it's absolutely uh, crawling with them you know um, i call them the smug middle-aged men the smags Mm. Uh, which is my version of what they are. <laughs> so it's actually full of them. And, you know, uh, the process of re-educating these smug middle-aged men was actually getting quite hard, you know. Um, you know, just in the way they talk and in the way they, especially in the wake of Me Too. And, you know, I mean, how much of eye-rolling can you do uh, at the editorial table, you know? Uh, so you look at other women and you go, oh God, you know, did this person actually say it? So how much of that can you do and how much can you sort of step up and say, you know, please, that's not the word to use or that's not the comment to make. And uh, so beyond a point when you feel that you have to negotiate too many egos, you may as well negotiate it for yourself, you know, and hmm. make less money. But, but I yeah. think be a little happier. All right. So that's we unfortunately should, should, a very bleak we should maybe, scenario. Maybe uh, hopefully we'll uh, we should be able to commission you for something above the poverty line. Um, <laughs> 
on 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 a podcast long since you speak so well maybe it's not the written word maybe mm-hmm. you should do a podcast on sexism and media oh, uh, we will we'll, we'll I uh, mean misogyny and believe me it is not restricted to men uh, you have a whole lot of women who are as much you know victims of mis- you know sort of perpetrators, perpetrators of yeah. misogyny as the men are because yeah, i, I think they've internalized it, it that's, that's so true. much Absolutely. the other problem i'm sorry but uh, i shouldn't go on the other problem <laughs> is this corporatization of the media you know mm. so you have this whole hr culture of swiping in and swiping out you know while it is very good and dignity of labor is wonderful and i would love to feel like the cleaner and feel mm. very democratic uh, the person who cleans the bathroom and, and me you know on the Should same, the same it's terrific i love that i love that egalitarianism but i think journalism is something that's a little more than that you know you can't have this whole notion of coming to work at a particular time that's and then true. suddenly mm. inspiration that's strikes true. you and then you mm. suddenly write what you want and to it doesn't work like that also sometimes you have to be on the ground to report right yeah you know so anyway mm. lots of problems okay, we'll lots of problems. It, it, it requires a completely different podcast <laughs> So we'll just get straight into the many issues that are related to the Pulwama attacks. As you know, uh, last week there was this hideous attack in Jammu and Kashmir, where now the death count is up to 44, if I'm not wrong. It mm. was 43, and then one person died later. There was over 300 kilograms of explosive used. Mm. It was so powerful that apparently uh, bodies flew 80 meters. That's that's huge. Some of the photographs that I've seen are. Yeah. sick and i'm There's i'm glad no one's of the bus they was completely uh, they haven't i believe those photographs are being used in certain whatsapp group to drum up passion but flame passion yeah but by and large media hasn't used them which is a well, good thing well people did use it television i did see uh, pictures being flashed not really gory ones yeah but, but the really gory not the buckets and the yeah, legs yeah the buckets yeah. and stuff those were, were really those ghastly. Were really ghastly yeah exactly now as a follower of that there has been the saudi prince Salman has come into India straight from Pakistan giving them 20 billion dollars a bailout for them there has been criticism by some that Modi should not have gone and met him at the airport and given him that jaffi and in his address he hasn't even mentioned pulwama mm-hmm. although they did condemn it officially from saudi so that is one aspect then arun jetli responded to imran khan's toy statement saying that if india thinks of attacking we will retaliate and of course his response was putting pakistan in its place which i guess is what is the order of the day but all this aside what i would like to discuss is the following two things three rather shaila rashid has been booked for promoting enmity for tweeting that you know these are kashmiri girls are trapped and there's a mob outside shouting slogans this completely insane governor who who used to be the governor of tripura now he's been moved to meghalaya which is such a lovely state really these people in meghalaya must be wondering what what the fuck have we got or what is this guy <laughs> Unfortunately he gets along very well with the chief minister don't forget who's ruling Meghalaya sure, of course so it's practically birds of the same feather <laughs> i have a not as crazy but still so yeah he's basically tweeted pretty much saying that we must boycott kashmir and kashmiris so yeah let me start yeah, with you manisha yeah quite a few attacks also yeah. rumors of attacks and real attacks and threats also some some have been uh, So there's just too much. Take a few minutes and tell me what you think of the coverage of these issues and which one should have got more and which one should have got less. So the first two days of the coverage, I think the one thing that really hit you with this is that television media which is supposed to be a more 24/7 sort of a medium which has more sort of money maybe, I mean print is supposed to be dead and all that, uh didn't help at all. 
with this attack in terms of basic information also the first two days every time i switched on television from 8 to 10 you'd have no information on what's happening just the same old debates and hmm. shouting matches except uh, india today uh, cnn and of course i mean z republic ki to baat hi chhod do so newspapers did a far better job of telling us what happened uh, the mastermind uh, raising questions on how does 300 uh, kgs of you know explosive mm-hmm. just go through undetected so i was totally relying on print uh, this time for any sort of information and the television coverage was just i mean we've under we've come to a point where we now accept that okay there will be propaganda uh you will have sort of a right wing channels like republic and z just drum up and say pakistan murdabad and all that but it's come to a point where you can't even understand what the story is there's no story being told to you just say wo kehte hain bhumika to bhumika bandte hain batate to hain hua kya wo bhi nahi bataya it was just screaming matches and tukre tukre gang masansa tukre tukre gang came into this yeah. also really the first day of republic's uh, debate was actually the same cast that they have usually and then now uh, i want umar khalid to answer i want shela to answer and traitors and possible traitors should be marked out and taken out of force so this is the Can kind of these are the things yeah. that were said on television after which obviously then i mean you have this kind of drumming up happening on z on hindi channels on these channels and then of course you have attacks you know followed He's very insane, very man. natural sort of a i mean i wasn't surprised kashmiris were targeted at but z came up with the pos- possible solutions i mean what next steps that the indian government is going to take uh, huh. so they were saying that the they may attack in this way they may attack in that. so they they get <laughs> five posers five five ways of attacking pakistan yeah but you know these uh, we say this often enough and sorry anand you haven't spoken you come in after me times now last night i didn't watch it for the first few days because i wasn't here i wasn't watching didn't watch tv also when i came back yesterday i went on twitter and i saw some of the shit that people are saying it's and people who some of them i know and i'm really ashamed to know those people Uh, but times now had conclusive proof yesterday on this channel of dimwits that it is this is the so i said okay lots of please zoom into that text there was some stupid text in some internal memo from one to the other i'm like guys you know you they think they are serving the nation they are doing a disservice because we come across a nation of morons mm. as idiots that this is compelling so even when there is compelling evidence they'll say ha humne dekha tha tumhara times group ka compelling evidence that's the largest media organization na? i just think it's just so idiotic the kind of shit that they do and this was a big attack i think this is the second biggest attack after dantewada on crpf that was 71 i think. Thing. there were yeah. 75 people But in this, this is the largest um, for, on 4g's and in kashmir is the biggest yeah so it was a really really big story which should have been really like even if you want to take the sides of the soldiers and the thing to do is to probably report on the men i still haven't seen on television profiles of we did we everyone did. we did we did printed. a bunch you have a few bites of you know the widows or or when the ceremonies were carried out but and i mean there was just no information being given to you on what has happened like what has happened what for the intelligence failures who were the men just uh, complete uh, vacuum sir please come in where did you get your information and how good was it no i think uh, while these things nobody has uh, any monopoly on sanity so things will swing between outrage and ridicule so that's a given nowadays hmm. so but i think the main thing uh, missing in the coverage was what are the compulsions of the terror islamist terror infrastructure in pakistan which is behind the attacks 
and uh, when this kind of things happen the audience and viewers are caught in uh, like deers in the headlight because i think average indian reader and or average indian publication or tv channel or website is not that much interested in the world outside india Hmm. so it's uh, only when it's related to india or something uh, that has a bilateral angle some action is seen otherwise not now there are two three things which were interesting about the attack and uh, see it can be seen as pakistan's exercise to claim equity in kashmir because the internal terror infrastructure in pakistan is such that the al qaeda and is islamic state are pushing or coaxing the homegrown terror infrastructure groups like uh, jashe mohammed and laskar e taiba to be more active uh, to be more active and not be that parochial and take this as a civilizational war now pakistani state the terror people who uh, scholars who study terror st- say that it is keen on two things first in afghanistan with the trump's call for withdrawal of troops the return of the Af- uh, say talibani pakistani taliban is there now pakistan has given two options to it either you go to afghanistan pakistan didn't get the money from us but got the prize that is afghanistan which gives it a strategic depth now either you go to pakistan or you rehabilitate ghar, a kind of ghar wapsi in kashmir get active in kashmir join uh, join jaise mohammed and be active there but al qaeda the immediate threat is al qaeda and islamic state otherwise would occupy that space so, so to to reassert to reassert its primacy over the kashmir dispute in general or and indian problem and kashmir dispute in, in particular and indian problem in general this is so this is their this is, way of yeah, establishing that we are you see here. the nature of attack means uh, in, in palestine this kind of pre-recorded video is there pre-recorded mm. video ensures a, it's a kind of commitment video so for those of you who don't know the attacker had recorded a video with uh, his rant hmm. and it was posted online on was, on whatsapp it, sorry it, where did how did he share it on on where was it posted on facebook it was on facebook but no one took it seriously until after the attack and there was a commitment video um, in palestine it happens that if you record it the bomber is now committed otherwise if he does not go for the attack they will release it for security agencies they will anyhow catch him so guys gone and he is gone so, so it's, it's basically your death knell Kaveri, hmm. what what did you think of you this? You know, uh, I just felt uh, it was uh, unfortunately the entire thing was just such a cynical uh, exercise. It was a marketing opportunity which both Mr. Modi and the television channels saw, and they appealed and they appealed to their constituencies. You saw Mr. Modi going to several rallies talking about the fire in his jigger. and the fire in the people's jigger but you never saw him addressing the nation directly he addressed his voters but he didn't address the public he didn't address people who didn't vote for him hmm. presumably because people who go to his rallies are the ones who will vote for him and who hmm. have voted for him so one i thought uh, he did not behave like the prime minister of the country he behaved like the prime minister of the bjp and the people hmm. who voted for him which i think is very tragic in such a terrible terrible tragedy point. the hmm. other point is i think the television 
television channels also pandered to their constituencies. What Manisha was saying, uh, this is a prime time opportunity that has fallen into their laps. Whip up, uh, you know, Facts. this um, fake nationalism, get people to hate each other, call out your usual uh, suspects and basically, you know, hike your TRPs. So I felt that both Mr. Modi and the television channels who are part of the same ecosystem in a way were actually reaching out to their same constituency and were actually in campaign mode. I mean, and I fear we will see much more of this in the weeks to come. The other point I felt was that, you know, what is the media's uh, responsibility? It's to ask basic questions, you know. Basic questions were not asked. I mean, sure, Pakistan is involved. But this is somebody who's a 19-year-old, who's a Kashmiri boy. I mean, everything cannot be a Pakistan conspiracy. There is something that we have done in Kashmir, which is terribly wrong, which has alienated so many young people. Now, I understand that it is one of those terrible things to say and you immediately run out of the studio or you run out mm. of your colony or really it has come to that sure, where people are actually, you know, you meet these shawl guys and, you know, the carpet wallas are actually terrified of stepping out into the open. And many of them have evacuated. It's in the yes, papers today. They, yeah, they... so uh, I also speak as a Kashmiri. Mm. Um, uh, I am from there, although I'm supposed to be a Pandit and not a mm. Muslim, whatever mm. that means. Mm. But uh, I feel the uh, uh, this other point where the basic questions were not asked. I mean, in any other country, the fact that Mr. Doval is responsible for India's internal and it seems external mm. security also, right. was part of the Kandahar team that negotiated uh, Jaisheh Mohammed's founder's release. Mm. And that has not been brought up exactly the, in the official no, media. Bill Tukre, Tukre answer. Yeah, should ask Bill Mr. Doval answer. Should not Mr. Doval answer, <laughs> who's picking up the phone and yeah. talking to the French. And mind you, this kind of thing is happening at that end as well. He's not talking, the foreign minister of India is not talking to the foreign minister of France. The NSA of India is talking to the presidential advisor mm. of France. Mm. So it's all this very offline very kind of, kind you of know, thing. a kind of Raphael payoff kind of thing. We did this. You please support us. You know, you please declare so and so uh, an international criminal, international terrorist. I mean, what are we doing? And, you know, you brought up the question of separatists. Do you know that? A day later, they suddenly realized and woke up that actually they had not mentioned two people, Gilani and... Uh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, only six were yeah. drawn and Gilani wasn't one of them. Gilani, who is actually, uh, He's I the think, the brain behind um, yeah, the Wahhabism in yeah. uh, Kashmir. He, wasn't he was not there, you know. Yeah. And they suddenly woke up and realized, my God, we've forgotten to withdraw security from him. What is going on? No, I think on? it's a bit of a joke, the Kashmir policy. And so you want to come in before we move on to what the Fords would have to say? No, I think it was uh, a very... Sorry, sorry. I just wanted to add Yasin Malik and Gilani. I'd forgotten yes. Yasin Malik. Mm -hmm. These two people who are possibly the most prominent separatists, mm -hmm. they had forgotten right. that they were providing them security. Right. What does it say about the way we're running our internal security? I know. Mm. No, I, completely... I, I don't agree with two One things. Second, comments yeah. come in, then we'll ah, no, I complete, it completely changed the narrative. Mm. Uh, this incident, it was very tragic. 44 deaths. And I had spoken to some people in the army, uh, in the paramilitary forces also. They say that at least 50 to 60 people, they have lost their hearing power because, oh, of, because the, the impact was so big. Mm. Uh, but, but we intended to, you know, the media intended to play on 
certain things which are not even today hmm. you can't establish 300 kg rdx you can't establish today but they just want uh, can't establish matlab you can't establish that there was 300 kg of rdx used in this And blast how is that reported how did they come up with that report just came it it became the everybody's uh, in fact sometimes things become urban uh, legends so know? what 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 has been established so far there was a teen and which could carry just 60 kg of rdx okay okay that's mm. the only thing that has been established so far so so we so the narrative had to be changed the narrative became more political that how we can appropriate you know an inc- uh, incident of this proportion like in gujarat i think one um, bjp politician has also you know he addressed his people uh, that in the election we are going to go with this issue hmm. the nationalism yeah. and we this has it. been reported by indian hmm. express i think hmm. okay so oh, politically i think it's it's ha. for bjp that's nothing good so have politically it's a terrific marketing opportunity so sure. he was saying anand yes uh, two, two things so hmm. we live in an international system where nation states are basic units so any attack which is seen as a, uh, an assault on the nation state would create a nationalist momentum you cannot do anything about that Mm. but how does it impinge on the electoral prospects of the ruling party there are empirically very different results it may just boomerang on them also mm. so be, be, uh, also if uh, you don't have a calibrated response to it you don't go public i i think it there was no problem in prime minister not going for a public address because uh, Uh, that it, would be that would be uh, i think uh, increasing the importance of the attack to an extent where an immediate response would be very much expected and then so, you can't not respond you ca- can't not is- perhaps expect. the fact that he's also going to get the peace prize today from uh, south korea uh, had something to Maybe. do with no, it no 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 <laughs> second thing is uh, um, about uh, whether the narrative no you uh, you didn't choose that narrative it happened and it, it is uh, bound to have a rip- ripple effect with those are givens of politics i don't think you have to look at it as a conspiracy or something what like sorry what part of the ripple effect as a conspiracy ripple effect means uh, the narratives which come from it no it's okay. not a conspiracy it's something yeah. which fell into his uh no, but lab and he, 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 he lapped it up yeah and he lapped it up very differently no, but i think it's nobody is calling it a wag the dog ah. conspiracy that ah. you know it was done with the intention i'm not saying that i'm saying that ha- this having no, happened not perhaps that. the response could have been much much more nuanced no but i think uh, other than you know with the prime minister i mean i partly agree with anand that if you address it you have to have something yeah. to say you can't just say But isn't Sorry, that, but isn't that tragic that you have nothing to say? Yeah, I mean, uh, they have no plan, but I'm not surprised because I don't think there is such a thought through, uh, you know, Kashmir policy, which is evident by the last four years, mm-hmm. which Kashmir has become worse since the BJP yeah. came in on better. But the one thing that I disagree with Anand is that one, I won't take that as a given, like the kind of nationalism, if you can call it that, A, the word nationalism is, we have a letter on liberalism. In fact, we'll, we'll, I'll read that out after we discuss this. What nationalism is, I'm still a little confused about. I'm not sure I like the concept. Uh, but does that mean that a rahul shiv shankar or arnab or tathagat rao type statement is inevitable i disagree and if that is inevitable then calling them idiots is also inevitable i mean if you're saying that is inevitable but i was not then, talking th- about th- them no i'm just saying that a nationalism ripple effect whether it is political or media the inevitability of 
stupidity is as inevitable as someone calling it stupid so i that inevitably argument i don't buy because I mean, in that sense everything is inevitable so we should just sit and do nothing also uh, what sec- have we seen in the no, name of no but you know the more important thing about why did a local do this i had a very interesting conversation with a ips officer from meghalaya actually and uh, he said you know we are the only state to have snuffed out militancy twice meghalaya is a completely peaceful state the only two states that are problematic in the northeast now manipur and mizoram and he says you know why we were able to do it because in meghalaya only the police was entrusted with the task and not the army i said i said you talk to someone who detests the police and <laughs> i think the army is great uh, he says that maybe so if you think it's less corrupt and i but when you have to quell militancy in a state he says why kashmir is such a mess is the guys who are quelling it don't have to live there he says for example if i go and i take action in a locality my havaldar says sir aram se wo meri bachchi ki dost hai mm. we have to live here we are not crushing this and going back to kerala or punjab or wherever we've come from the moment you ask the military to crush a militancy they will do so much damage that you will lose a generation and that is what has happened where afspa has been. and also army sir will only come with afspa police doesn't say that police has you know so it was quite opposite to what i mm-hmm. my It's true view for punjab also right finally it was the punjab police although punjab police i don't think they used any yeah. uh, any such that we have to live here they actually you know uh, uh, i just want to make one point here that uh, in all this it was actually the crpf which made the most sense and which actually put out a statement mm. saying that please do not use the blood of these martyrs to whip up this kind of sentiment yeah, and this great. kind of hatred and i thought here is a force uh, which fortunately because uh, it is it has not been destroyed one of the few institutions which i think has survived in the modi era because it's not perhaps seen as high profile enough and uh, here is a force that is uh, issuing such a wonderful statement and it is also talking about fake news and using its own staff its own huge force to say that please call out fake news and these images that are being passed around call them out whenever you see them and i think that's interesting that uh, you have the crpf which is the most injured and the most damaged by this uh, actually the speaking response, yeah. speaking uh, uh, in the most sane voice anand want the police uh, generally interact more with the society means mm. uh, they are their social mechanisms of social interaction are far greater than army so uh, they have the pulse when uh, second thing is that army i mean apart from the should not i think go into the philosophy I means uh, it should uh, ultimately its uh, utility is as an effective organ of the state so philosophizing about uh, war or peace or this the executive should uh, should have uh, that philosophical reflection on it so uh, mm. that is so all so this uh, this uh, all uh, com- uh, when Uh, there is a crisis there is a conflict you first uh, need to have a response to it uh, uh, of course the security lapses it inquiries whether it is cargill or other uh, mm. that will commission will come that that inquiry will happen that is all. so um manisha you would want to come in on this before i move on i, I mean two more things related to this i want to discuss one is um, you know what barkha did uh, and what was done to barkha and the second thing is 
this Saudi prince and whether we've dealt with him properly. But before that, anything to say on what we've discussed? No, I was just, on your nationalism point, I was just saying that it's it's probably, of course, expected that after such an attack, you will have people, you know, talking about the country and being nationalist. But that could be, even when the Kargil war happened, you had a lot of people come out, sign things, ex- express support for their soldiers. But that's not what VHP and Bajrangdal types are doing or people like Arnab are doing. I'm all for nationalism if you're talking about the soldiers, if you're saying, okay, we, they need our support or what could we do or donate to their families. We have a report where three of the widows who had lost mm. their husbands in Uri haven't even got half the things that they were promised. So I'm all for whipping it up, but beating Kashmiri traders up is not nationalism. Saying Umar Khaled and these guys should uh, respond. These are the loudest voices. Yeah, but and it's really got nothing stupid. to do with... Mm. So, I mean, it's not even nationalism. Now, uh, coming to, you know, uh, Barkha Dat was heavily trolled. When these Kashmiri students were attacked, mm. Barkha and along with a few other journalists said, we are opening our DM- DMs. So mm. any Kashmiri who needs help can stay with us. Oh, I see. So okay. she opened up her DMs and she said, my number is available online. Line. Anyone can call me. My home is free to all Kashmiri students hmm. who are either scared or who are being persecuted. After that, she started receiving messages on her DM. She started getting calls because I guess people figured out her numbers out there to just sort of start So yeah, she had threatening calls. Yeah. Someone sent her a dick pic that she posted on Twitter that this is the kind of abuse I'm getting. Twitter said, we'll suspend your account and it didn't suspend her account. Now it became one little... So I think it's... See, I think what's unfortunate, of course, is the kind of shit that one can't waste precious time talking about that because society will always have these gutter snipes. What I find unfortunate is that news professionals who we know kind of say, of course, this is... I'm not saying it's okay what happened, but you have to reflect. No, you fucking don't have to reflect. That's like a bullshit response. And you're a fucking retard if you think you have to reflect because you got a dick pic. And it just shows how fucked up their heads are. And it's sad that our profession has so many people who have completely fucked up heads. And obviously they've had a horrible life. Either they've been fucking abused as kids or they fucking are frustrated. Or how the fuck can you endorse shit like this? You got to be a complete retard. But you know, you forget that media is a slice of our society. So unfortunately... It's reflecting what is out there. But could the filters hota before you get a job? <laughs> no, unfortunately, unfortunately, there's no misogyny filter. There should be, but there is no misogyny filter. And you know, is that misogyny coverage? It's like, no, it's but not even misogyny. Like, how can you say that? Yeah, but the photo, kuch bhi bhej do, yaar, kuch no, threat. because but unfortunately, there journalists who kind of. Of course. And it's interesting, Manisha, that uh, she was not the only one to uh, issue that statement. There were a lot of male journalists who did that. I don't know where the vagina pictures were sent to them. I suspect not. Mm. But that's that's one of the problems which is which is on social media. And the kind of things she's getting, she's posted them. Yeah, but it is you know. And imagine just getting calls one after the other on this. No, no, these guys are really. I mean, I don't like mentioning them very often on this. Because they're such tuchas, these Open India, you know, the the bunch of buffoons who run that Rahul and his, you know, bunch of losers. You know, like they'll say that, you know, he's retweeting stuff. Oh, maybe someone had rubbed that guy's nose on the ground. That's why he's turned into this, you know, talking about the guy who sent his dick pic. I mean, you know, as it is, oh, you well. have the most tucha reputation. Like, or bhi girana chate apne aapko and then, and then Piyush Goyal and all give these guys interviews. But and not that I fucking want Piyush Goyal's interview. But the point is, it just tells you the caliber of the, 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 the but minister. But what do you expect have. when you or have a governor in a position, exactly. a constitutional authority, also echoing the sentiment. So when you have this kind of behavior endorsed in the highest, at the highest levels of government and the establishment, you will feel free. P- people will feel feel free to 
do this kind of thing. Yeah, but so, I don't think Barkha should have posted that picture on Twitter. I mean, you are aware of the rules. You can't do that and then that start cursing Twitter. That is true. I think Twitter. the like, I think she went at yeah. Twitter and started cursing. No, Twitter. but yeah, yeah, sometimes you need not. to shake people up and shock them and shock them into silence or action. You have to do but something. But then you'll be. Look, but but, but if you know, rule, but if you know, you know that the rule is that if you post a picture such as that on Twitter. Your account will be frozen. I mean, you yeah. know that. So how can you expect that not to happen? That's what I'm saying. And much of Maybe it is automated. It's not someone sitting there, but it just is automated. If you're going to put a, uh, yeah, a but picture I think, like this, it'll but just I think she me. has every right to do that. She has every right to tell people hmm. that this is the kind of abuse I'm getting. And if they don't understand, to give them visual proof. Shock therapy. I think yes, it's called shock therapy, and it usually works. It did really shock. Yeah, but hmm. I I think it's fine if this is what is out there. I'm she very should have the freedom to reflect. I'm very yeah, sad that Dehradun, some college said that we won't take Kashmiri students. Do we have the name of that college, by the way? It was in the Indian Express, yeah, that headline. I don't remember. Maybe just pull out that. Our colleague, Iftikhar Gilani, who hmm. lives in Malvi Nagar, hmm. even uh, a mob came to attack him also. Yeah. Really? They, they, they were going, passing by with the candlelight hmm. uh, march hmm. and uh, they came to uh, his society. Hmm. So the Delhi police had to chip in. So the Delhi that, police. I'm car. quite proud of the Delhi police, man. Apparently, they've foiled quite a few of these yes, loonies. Yes. So good, good on the Delhi police. That's what I said. I mean, if it wasn't 84 kind of situation because the police wasn't with the Reuters. So, so that's what I said also. So I uh, sh- should definitely give a kudos to the police, considering I spent so yes. much time cursing them. They done a fantastic job. Seriously, in a bunch of yes. places, done a fantastic job, man. So great. Obviously, things are changing. Except for booking poor Shaila Rashid for yeah, being the messenger. Is, yeah, man, that is. Just but that was in Dehradun, right? Yes, in Dehradun. Dehradun, what's going on? Your city now? Yeah, I don't know. In fact, we have a Kashmiri tenant. Really? Yeah. Uh, But all you landlords, in any case, you're entitled... People who <laughs> no, so we were wondering. I hope she's safe. Exile us from our state. Where will we go? We'll have to go to Tenants, uh, yeah. somewhat similar mm. kind and then of And one of the tourism minister issued a statement today that the PDP guys who help these Kashmiri students go back to Kashmir should be jailed. Oh, that okay. why that they are our student. They're living here, and it's our responsibility if you're taking them back. This is anti-national. Okay. Uh, now the last issue on that because we just have about another thirty minutes left. Anand, why don't you start off on this? No, I have to comment on this. Okay, so after, this that, go, <laughs> after that, go straight into Saudi. How we treated him, how we should have treated him, is that okay? And then we can go on to that. Hmm. Go ahead. Now, with this PDP politicians um, and um, say a gen- journalist like Barkhadat, no, I am being parochial, but uh, um, I just... Sorry, uh, PDP politician. Uh, PDP politicians who... Uh, who Escorted students back to Kashmir okay. from Zeradun. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, or... Or say journalists' interest uh, the in uh, the safety of Kashmiri students is a good thing. I mean, I just being parochial, I just wished uh, our uh, means many journalists from Bihar who are sitting in high positions in TV channels and mm. even Bihari politicians showed this kind of solidarity with Bihari students and workers for decades who have been assaulted throughout the country. Especially in Maharashtra. Racist slur means any, say, puller of cart or rickshaw puller in Delhi only, if he is BCMC and Bihari, followed by Bihari, and in the very syncretic Assam, killed at least uh, 29 Biharis in ni- 2003, Bihari workers, massacre. 
and uh, for two three decades it, it has been happening but bihari journalists bihari politicians have not made it a point is i have been denied home because you are from patna no i am not uh, projecting myself as a brief person but i said with i uh, so uh, no he said that i am giving you room despite the uh, fact that you are from patna so i said that i would not take it because you have used the word despite so mm. and mm. this has been happening so it's a, it is just that there is it is an kind of national issue and international prospects the ecosystem would sound very much in favor of one community but it has been and it is a sad reflection on bihari journalists who somehow bask in the glory of some they have are very obliged to their metropolitan masters that mm. they have got great jobs in this they don't uh, yeah. so oh. now coming to uh, the second second uh, here yeah. sorry the the um, salman who's come uh-huh. bin salman now पॉइंट Uh, he has to st- uh, spend a night outside pakistan yeah. before he comes he can't to come straight from pakistan correct pa- pa- pakistan that is the thing that clintons and obamas did mm. that fr- from india and delhi direct to islamabad and islamabad to in- you will be not uh, allowed that it would send a wrong signal but here. isn't that silly what difference does it make it, it for most it is islamabad se aa raha hai in diplomacy symbolism matters so it's stupid symbolism saudi ridiculous <laughs> ठीक है Mr uh, Salman Biyudi what is his name Mohammed bin Salman MBS support American needs support so they need it also India is emerging as uh, the one largest uh, wild importers yeah. they need it they need India uh, they need uh, India to compete with other wild exporting uh, south asian nations so it it is uh, not just india take 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 they and uh, india has to lo- offer lot to them also i think uh, in national uh, it is uh, uh, the if you go through the joint statement it's the best midway statement that could have been worked out mm-hmm. in the Anyone current situation there's any views on this kaveri no i think uh, for once i think that the prime minister had no choice but to uh, mm-hmm. you know greet him the way he had i mean uh, i think no power on earth currently Uh, is in a position to uh, counter mbs he is perhaps one of the most powerful leaders in the world and you've seen uh, how even donald trump has to mm. uh, actually not call out 
the Saudi mm. government on the Khashoggi case. So I think here India was just playing um, its part in world politics. It but that's really what had no really uh, strikes. I mean, the hollowness of this terror, anti-terror, whatever. Both Trump and Modi have risen on like an anti-Islamization, anti-radicalization, but Wahhabism. But when this guy comes, both of them are licking his ass. Which is, which is the fountainhead of Wahhabism. The problem in Kashmir now today is, and a lot of people talk about that, it's no longer independent or whatever. It's Islamization. It's radical Islam. It's Wahhabism. Yeah, but if influences you cannot, of, yeah, but if you know, you cannot deal with that internally, there's no point making a big deal and a you know about. Uh, not going to receive him uh, yeah, at sure, the airport. Yeah, sure, but I think what Manisha is saying is that there's a hollowness when that was the entire plank of rising to power was anti... Anti-Islamic. It's just anti a dog whistle for Muslims Islam, within, that's all. But when all. you have a chance to confront it, <laughs> you yeah, but you, but you look at Yeah, but you look at Trump's uh, uh, careless response to the attack. I mean, the fact that it, he didn't even tweet about it. And he said it's a mess or it's something a, like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it's no. really, it's but, really, but, and he said what Siddhu said, yeah, Siddhu said exactly. he also said it'll be great if India and Pakistan become friends no no he says it'll be, be great in india if india and pakistan get along get along yeah. not even become friends yeah. so and the fact that he didn't even tweet about it shows you yeah. that it's not he's important not enough <laughs> and he issues a statement because he's asked a question at a press conference so you find this kind of uh, you know double standard everywhere and it happens specifically when you deal with a power like china or you deal with a power like saudi arabia what too powerful basically. yes and I, it, but I, we won't have time to get into that today, but what's happening in the US with this, he's claiming that there's a coup attempt against him. Yeah. Is I mean, I was sitting at the airport and I was like, are you serious? Like, my country is so much more sensible than this, but we won't talk about that. I want to read an email. Uh, but before that, there was this very good cartoon, I forget who it was by, where there's Modi making a speech and this Mohammed bin Salman is sitting on his right. Wahhabi Islam. And he Islam, says, Wahhabi yeah. Islam, and you know, this guy's shocked and says, yeah. No, sorry, Wahhabi terror. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, so though uh, Al Qaeda and IS don't get yeah. too well along with him, so there is okay. Now this is a very long mail from Bharat, so I won't read the whole thing. But Bharat, because it is so well put, this will be published on our website, so all of you can read it. I'll as just a piece, give you a little a bit as a piece, as a okay. letter. Either okay. it can be, it should be a letter because it is a letter. Okay. It says, "Hello, panel. I heard two conversations in this week's hafta that I felt I needed to write about." One was about pseudoscience and the other one was about the definition of liberalism. This is going to be a long mail and I fear it still won't cover everything I have to say because it has taken thousands of hours for me to arrive here. But here's my first attempt. Firstly, I hear this often among liberals as I did in this podcast as well, where they try to define liberalism in a way that doesn't describe it as a worldview of which there are other equal alternates as well. When one doesn't know what's in future, one can take any of the alternate stances and they are all valid. But the way the panel described it would constitute a tautological definition such as it is meaningless to define it to begin with. There's no one who doesn't agree with the merit of an established and demonstrable results. Saach ko aach nahi, he says. And yet there is no one in the world who doesn't follow traditions or results created by somebody else purely on faith. In that sense, everyone is liberal and yet everyone is a conservative. Good point. In reality, a snapshot of the world population or any religious population will easily show that people are mostly center-right in their world outlook and the reason for that is evolutionary. So, uh, he goes on about how isms is not the time. Actually, you know, Bharat, I have, uh, I don't know if I've written this in a piece also that we live in a post-ideological world because no one can be claimed to be ideologically committed one way or the other. But the only exception I make is as a large grouping, they are progressives and they're conservatives. Uh, but anyway, this is a, a very well put letter. So 
thank you for it and the second thing he says is that science is not more special is not more special human endeavor than any other per- pursuit the pursuit of truth is common to law art science religion spirituality and even public service i went to iit and then mit so i say this with some pedigree i value the analytic thought the most and basically what he's saying is that but you scientists are only always looking down upon arts people well he's not others are in fact i met <laughs> someone with exactly the same you know, you know i was on a on a panel i was moderating a panel at fiki on uh, on the space for art in in public in cities uh, how it makes cities better and and there was someone there who's exactly iit mit science background and what she said was that you know you're taught to look down at non science and actually when you start working in public service you realize other disciplines have as much value and sometimes more so but bharat this is a very very um, nice letter thank you so much he says lots more to say in future sorry to miss you in boston this weekend maybe next time you come to boston you can stay over at my place i'm happy to host okay bharat i'll probably take you up on that i'm warning you theek <laughs> hai aur subah mein yoga karta hu sare se uthke maybe you can join us on hafta also yeah bharat should join us on hafta yeah. bharat uh, kartik please let's contact bharat and get him to join us on nice the phone nice to have him So thank you for that email Bharat and this uh, email the full thing is available on the website do read it and I have one more email I actually read that in the end because this is from Deepak Mirchandani and you know he has some inputs which I disagree with but one that I especially disagree with so I'll save that for the end now let's come back to Kaveri Kaveri you are talking about politics and showbiz you've been covering both Cobra post kissing dekhi aapne yes <laughs> and i found it fascinating that uh, it uh, found all the people that i thought had uh, either you know left mumbai or left cinema or left uh, uh, you know india altogether from mahima choudhry to amisha patel. amisha patel so it's a particular kind of uh, z list if you want and um, the, the vidya sonu, balan sonu sudha the rising star uh yes yes i suppose but um what i found interesting was what is vidya balan she is not in this no she was one of those who said no who oh, called who, them out and uh, they went nice. over as respect well. yeah. ashadwarsi also ashadwarsi as well but what i found so cute and which reminded me of kangana ranaut and her whole nepotism uh, debate hmm. is that they're all looking out for their friends and relatives so you know um, uh, this mr dheer senior dheer is saying you know my son and my daughter in law uh, one villain type okay. my son and my daughter in law uh, can also be part of Achha, this role de yeah de so hete <laughs> tejwani is saying you know my wife is also available so i thought so sweet you know so charming of bollywood that you know they're always looking out for their family and their sons and brothers and sisters so i thought that's really nice was this followed know? up in any uh, legacy media this no. was this thing reported no. it isn't in any newspaper today no because oh, i think the people that they've chosen are so just such usual suspects shakti Uh, you know Shakti Shakti I think there were several problems firstly I thought it was a total dud you shouldn't be calling it Bollywood celebrities these guys I mean Mahima Chaudhary we didn't even know where she was they're all like sidey type and secondly it's no you guys surpri- are so cruel anyway huh, then? no uh, look celebrities take money to endorse stuff they do it on Instagram everyone does it sure. on Instagram so here they are fine they have to live where their movies are not getting so maybe they're like okay you pay us we'll no, do it no, for you no no this is not the same thing in fact, BJP this is, is a product in fact this is the uh, this is the case that uh you know that uh, i had suggest fire the fire festival the documentary on netflix yeah. that had suggested in that one of the lawsuits says that if as a model you're saying you'll be there at the party you should say this is an ad if we know that you are endorsing this like when i know that amitabh bachchan says ki just dial 
देखो और फिर यू डिसाइड विच होटल यू गो टू आई नो अमिताभ बच्चन डजेंट फकन यूज इन रियल लाइफ ही इज डूइंग एन एड when he tells you to vote for somebody yeah, exactly if you're doing thing. a tweet it, you but have to disclose Amitabh, it no ad. like if it so, was but, anupam no, no, or vishal dadlani no, as a principle if you are taking money to endorse something that has to be part of the disclosure but in india that doesn't happen no, it doesn't even happen yeah. there but what i'm saying is now there are demands that for such a lot to happen maybe but, but i feel bad for these guys look they haven't got a film how do you expect them to survive no, no, in bombay no, but it's another it's another the the other interesting bit of this is people like abhijit saying you know i'll criticize anyone else but not tmc you know my rosy roti comes from tmc <laughs> and mamta di or uh, sunny leon saying you know if Aap if mr mr modi gives my husband overseas citizenship I'll do it. So even here, not only are they sweet, they're good negotiators. Also, they're terrific negotiators. Smart. No, the know? best was Mahima. So they're always trying to get. And Mahima, Mahima Chaudhary was the best. She yeah. said, "If I get the right person, then I will do Congress tweets." So <laughs> I think they're the sharpest operators. Anand, do you have any valuable no, no, input? What uh, what new thing those things um, said? Nothing. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, anyways, self-interest is the most credible ideology. So well said. Uh, so. it only uh, reinforced the great credibility which self interest already enjoys so that's it even i even 10% of the money they are offering they offer to me i would do the same thing <laughs> I, I, who wants to write matlab read the virtue signaling tweets of swara vaskars of the world so anyway vaskars of the world please explain yourself she's quite a good actor actually yeah she's an excellent actor huh ज्ञान ठीक है पता है आगे बताइए कुछ but that's true for everything now that's a very nihilistic this thing that's that's true for you as much as for her then i mean why that 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 statement is true for everybody means so i don't take the actors tweets um, means very seriously means but why so, i mean an actor tweet is as credible as a journalist so, or a politician journalistically uh, i think the stigma would be stronger and, uh, and wh- what means uh, a point debating and there is no there is such shallowness in their debates I mean, the kind of abuse people talk about this that get uh, abuse come from everywhere uh, people abuse me just ignore mute them get out hmm. so what is your you were about the sting you were saying i have problem with stings you know you don't have you don't you're not a one. sting person <laughs> i uh, traditionally i just Uh, But don't I don't approve of them. I think journalistically it would be stronger for me if, say, there is a pol- as a actor who's committed. We know, like an Amun Anupam Kher is committed ideologically. Hmm. Vishal Dadlani is committed ideologically. If they were to if, reverse, no, no. If they were to reverse, or if I found out that their ideology, their strong whatever, is actually just a farce. Because money. Mahima and all, I don't expect no, them. I, to, I expect them to take money for. You need to supplement it with some journalistic, uh, you know, exercise. You need to know their background. You need to know what they have done in the past. Small size also. It's such an easy. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Bhi, ek raat ke liye main apko ladki de. Jaise inhone pehle bhi kiya tha. So, ha, so, so supplying girls and uh, you will you do this? Also, it's a bit like NDTV going after autowalas. You know, like. 
you know that yeah, thing that they which thing they're not I mean of that. course they'll take money yaar wo kya karenge but okay <laughs> propaganda ki baat hai to is now you see <laughs> what aap is doing is that uh, the delhi government uh, teachers association have complained that on january 26th Miss, uh, the uh, chief minister asked the, uh, the students to go and tell their parents to vote for them because really? they are doing wonderful things yes second uh, not only uh, the government uh, student uh, government so government said by the teachers association teachers association mm. now the parents mm. now the parents have complained that students database with the schools has been used to send them letters for po- political propaganda so uh, mm. database means you so yeah this i had heard of this is yeah. like the times of india week. reported yeah. two days so no i wanted to come back to this thing um the sting you know what you said about the sides i remember when india tv launched they did that sting operation on aman verma and shakti kapoor three people i forgot yeah. the third one was shakti kapoor always gets caught and in the sting drama and after that this the big fight of ndtv they were having of you know the sting operation i remember shobhade was on it and shakti kapoor was also on it <laughs> and i never forget if you can dig this out on youtube you must watch it shakti kapoor was saying and mahesh bhat was on it those days mahesh bhat was before sohel set was discovered mahesh bhat was the sohel oh, yeah, set i remember he used to be on every show talk about everything and scratching his armpit basically what she says she says you know what is this sting so she was basically trashing the sting and there were people who were endorsing the sting so when she started off so shakti kapoor was nodding and saying ha ha listen to shobhade she was saying what is this sting you're just going after sides like shakti kapoor <laughs> who is shakti kapoor who knows who's so his face went from like is she your fucking my side or is she like can anyone go after subhash ghai can anyone those who subhash ghai was a big guy now he's also side and so she says but no they'll go after these poor sides who no no one knows they are just nothing they are out of work actors they don't even have a role and shakti kapoor's face was going through an uh, 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 what's it called vibgyor of emotion you know spectrum of emotion ki bhai ye kya kya rahi hai ye main kya bolu thank you shobha or fuck off shobha like what am i supposed to say <laughs> it was really funny but uh, now finally um, let's just no not finally we have two more things anil ambani guilty of contempt pay up or go to jail i read this story with i must say a certain amount of what's the word i'm looking for when you feel sympathy for someone sympathy yes <laughs> with a certain amount of sympathy i thought yeah i thought you were going to say shadin troide but i don't know what that means that finally he's got his justice oh no a- maybe but you know i was reading this in the court he actually said that basically he's come to this because geo refused to yeah. pay him and if today mukesh wants he can keep his brother out of jail and he ain't doing that right now what a fucked up human you have to be to do that i mean what the fuck it's you know i and his face also looks like we've discussed this last week but i would i don't repeat that again but anyway the, the point being what is new today is the supreme court said if you don't put that money in by next uh, 183 crore he already has to deposit immediately aur baki agar usne nahi dala aap andar chale jaoge i would be shocked if that happens but if that happens dude i think it would be the best thing to have happened to corporate india what kenneth lay going being escorted out in handcuffs did to corporate america at least for a while made them fall in line this could do to india i don't know maybe i'm being too optimistic any views no views but yeah maybe you're being too optimistic okay <laughs> raman sir 
मीन्स ये वो कौन था सहारा वाला फर्स्ट द अमाउंट इज नॉट दैट मच फोर हंड्रेड समथिंग करोड़ ही हैज़ टू डिपोजिट इफ इट वॉज इन थाउजेंड से यू कुड हैव बीन ऑप्टिमिस्टिक बट द अमाउंट फॉर देम इज नॉट मच एंडिंग अबाउट इट एनी वे हाँ फोर हंड्रेड समथिंग सो ही वुड आई थिंक अरेंज इट इन came up. with that 1900 crore and they were reinvested into anil ambani's routed hmm. back to anil ambani's company so what happened that within 5 days the price of the shares they just went up anyway this fraud was uh, you know uh, detected in uk hmm. the uk court you know has really damned him they by by name they they called that this Indian industrialist Anil Ambani has done committed this fraud, this fraud. Then the SEBI took note of that, and so we SEBI just let him out, uh, let him off, uh, you know, with six crore rupees of fine. Yeah, but I mean, the Indian stock exchange has not been handled very well for the longest mm-hmm. time. But I mean, during so he, the Rubai's time, so he, I think, he's done, he's done so many things in the past. Even in two G, mm. uh, he hasn't been investigated properly. Hmm. So so I think uh, even this I think he'll he'll be out he is in he is in a very bad position yeah. uh, financially but I think he should be able in to In fact there was uh, one just uh, means uh, does not know whether he is in that uh, classic uh, vicious cycle of uh, borrowers the people who take loans like me that <laughs> uh, that you take one loan to pay back the other so um, uh, taking one loan to pay back others that people like me find themselves in mr ambani may be finding that himself at in that that situ- at another level so. <laughs> no but i just think that in case of ambani it just shows you you know like i remember there was a time where that satyam raju ramalinga yes, raju yes. he was given the golden peacock which is the you know brightest ah. businessman award by cii this vijay malya was considered genius this guy got 40 2 billion he was worth 44 billion now he's worth 1 1.2 billion i mean and those uh, malvinder and shivinder the two ranbaxi geniuses 40. all of our corporate wow. titans is actually From, very interesting aapke your daddy yeah. died leaving 2 billion dollars to you even if you were a fucking retard of the biggest order yeah. you'd say i lost everything and i have 100 million left you fucking don't even have that you have to give someone else and what what kind of jackass are you like these are the fucking captains of industry and each time and Luckily, this is one term. If there's one thing, Kaveri, I probably dislike Mr. Modi and his government as much as you. But there's one thing that I'm very glad has not been used in this five years, is the term "captains of industry," mm. which Manmohan, Chidambaram, Montek, that entire bunch who who were regurgitating trashy books of economics that all of us have read, whether we went to fucking Harvard or Hansaraj. I went to Hansaraj in cases in confusion. <laughs> मतलब भद्दी कब की एटीज की इकोनॉमिक्स जो सब इनफैक्ट आई वॉज सींग माई नीसेज बुक्स यू नो दे आर गोइंग दे आर टॉट इकोनॉमिक्स एंड द कैंसर एक्सपेरिमेंट विच टूडे हैज प्रूव टू बी अ फेलियर वे कटिंग टैक्सेस फॉर द रिच रिच रिवाइव द इकोनॉमी देर इज एन 
a podcast on NPR. There are articles. That was a complete failure. In those textbooks, it is still being taught as a success. Anyway, my point is that the captains of industry who were so celebrated during Manmohan Singh time, I haven't heard any finance minister, prime minister, captains of industry will save us. Is that a good thing or not? The captains no. of industry uh, are where yeah. they should be in fucking jail or... I think that's that's actually very interesting. And uh, there's a very interesting uh, New York Times article that came out a few uh, days ago by Farad Manju, which talks about the, how we need to actually abolish billionaires. Because they're perhaps, uh, uh, you know, uh, the worst kind of breed that we have uh, in the world currently. And he's, of course, talking uh, of it in terms of the tech giants and how they have are, they up. have only power and no responsibility and he's talking of uh, the teslas and the facebooks of the world and how they're these transnational huge corporations which have no accountability and how these billionaires are using it for their own personal gratification and these so called generous giving uh, you know generous philanthropy that they do usually ends up just furthering their cause unless it's the gates or warren buffett hmm. so i think that's a very interesting thing to uh, talk about this whole idea that you have you could have a world where you know you could have no billionaires and you could have a world which is which publication is this, this is nyt and it's farad manju it's a quite a fascinating piece because there's been so much talk about this billionaire envy as sure, well which sure. causes so many so called millionaires to sort of you know overstep uh, corporate governance you know from whether it's rajat gupta or chanda kochar these are all well, cases actually, of corporate misgovernance actually in rajat gupta's case he was a millionaire he wanted to become a billionaire so that was, <laughs> that was that's what it's called billionaire envy oh okay so you want to be a billionaire but yeah so but you you're not so i think that's that's quite an interesting thing so manisha pandey instead of just looking into your phone and texting and instagramming which you millennials no, do no. well we are supposed to be focused on a i mean that's a problem with audio podcast on television if she was doing this people would call her out no all panelists oh, are always all on the phone like are forever doing it okay. from nirmala sitaraman to meenakshi okay now tell us Getting about the no, from you know no but about the kulbushan jadhav case uh, give me the context of it well there was a four day public hearing and mm-hmm. harish salve made some points uh the context kulbushan jadhav yeah, was this guy who was who was arrested in baluchistan about 5 years ago it's yeah. been yeah and uh, he was sentenced to death for being a spy and uh, so we are appealing that uh, sentence so harish salve made a couple of points saying uh, one of them being that uh, there is no proof for him and that they are in uh, contravention of the vienna convention mm-hmm. they're supposed to be giving us consular access they haven't done that we've given consular access to people who we've caught red handed in fact in india so and uh, then pakistan made its uh, hearing where they cited a piece by quint and karan thapar that became quite quite a news because quint remember like last year they had a piece yes. saying that he's a spy hmm. so they cited those pieces in the indian media and currently we're looking where it's ended at is that we're looking for a civil hearing in the case i see but there's nothing much to discuss on that i think i see so is there anything else anyone wants to touch upon before we move into the recommendations for the week or i so think about this that i'm just reading an email and please think about what you want to talk about this mail is from deepak mirchandani hi all i've been following newslaundry.com for over 5 years now which almost from your launch i'm also subscriber for over 4 years i always felt newslaundry fills a very important gap in news where all outlets and motivated for completely biased towards one side The idea to have people from all viewpoints and share view is a great one but I am sad to see the standards of discussion have been falling and hafta 2 11 was probably the worst of all the haftas I have heard 
let me take just one example of a particular discussion on the Supreme Court decision on Delhi government. We all are aware of Abhinandan's association with AAP, but his analysis of Supreme Court decisions is not only ridiculously biased, but also filled with bhad logic, which he cites all the time. Somebody used the word bhad on you. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> he quoted from Kejriwal that democracy is defeated as party with 67 MLAs is not able to take decisions of transfers, whereas a party of three seats is able to do so. One must not forget that the BJP central government is also democratically elected government of the nation and situation in Lok Sabha is other way around. It is clear to everyone that Delhi is special state territory. Okay, then he goes on to say what the status of Delhi is. So we can also debate whether there's need for clarity over Delhi's governance so the CM can freely operate, but saying it is against democracy is ridiculous. Now coming to the Anti-Corruption Bureau um, related discussion in the same light, I'm no expert on law, but the lawyer should have pointed out that there was no amendment by Home Ministry, but just a circular, there was no reaction to Abhinandan at all. Actually, you're wrong. There was an amendment to an earlier circular. So, um, this is not opinion, Deepak. You are just wrong on facts on that. So, uh, I won't get into anything more on that. Uh, then, Modi government definitely has a hidden agenda and motivation behind not allowing ACB under Arvind Kejriwal, but he is himself responsible for creating this situation. According to Arvind, he will start opening investigation against anything or everything which happens in Delhi, including which means he will have influence over the entire central government by just being CM of Delhi. Uh, okay, so by your logic, first of all, uh, just what you said is this was the Hafta panel's view and then you've only quoted me. So it is not the panel's view, it is my view and I have never hidden my view. So you need to distinguish me from the panel. There are five of us here, I'm one of the five. I don't think everybody else also agreed with me on that. And this happened several times in the past. And then he goes on to say, I can go on and on. I'm sure you'll quickly paint me as Bhakt or RSS, but I feel your organization on a downhill and I'm worried that you will end up as scroll or print eventually. People like me who don't like Republic or NDTV or Swaraj or Open India or scroll will have no option but for content. My mails really regarding clarification on Anand Ranganathan are always ignored and I have even noticed that Abhinandan never responds on this topic whenever he reads listeners' mails. I have given a clarification on this and I have said uh, that yes, he left us. If you want the exact detail, blowball account of who said what, either you watch Big Boss and you can satiate your voyeurism or you ask Anand, no. Because since we started News Laundry, about 40 or 50 people have come and gone. I have not gone into detail why each of them came and why each of them left. If you expect me to sit and satiate your voyeurism on that, I ain't the guy to do that. If we're good enough for you, thank you for subscribing. And Deepak, if you think we should improve, we'll try. We'll try to be more representative. But I could argue with you about the logic that you've used for, you know, to take the ACB away from Arvind. But that's not my purpose here. You should be able to articulate your views and we'll read them out and something for all of us to think about. But what I definitely disagree with you on is you want us to turn this into a reality show to say who said what. I leave the Tamasha and the reality shows on Twitter and we know there are you know, several people who enjoy that. I'm not one of them. I like to preserve other people's dignity because mine is fine and preserved and I'm not here to, uh, you know, share those details. There's a big boss for that. There's Twitter for that. Why would you want us to do that on Twitter? And like I said, if anybody wants to, you know, ask people who go and come, you can ask them. But... Uh, I am not going to be providing explanations to everyone who joins News Laundry and leaves News Laundry. I don't think it's appropriate. And I'm surprised you would think it's appropriate. Uh, and I'm quite honestly disappointed you think that is required. And finally, um, thank you for your letter. And dear Mr. Mirchandani, this song is for you for writing that lovely skewering letter. Hi, hi, Mirche. Oh, oh, Mirche. Oh, oh, Mirche. Mirche. 
move on. Let's go to the BJP Shiv Sena. Why don't you start, Anand? Finally, anyone? I remember there were a lot of things. Are they so in such a mess? They will never come together. And oh, I, yeah. I said, boss, election on paper, they will all come together. Yeah, I didn't have an iota of doubt that they were. Yeah, they they are the most obvious allies. Yes. But the point is that who's the bigger brother in Maharashtra? Because both, I mean, BJP is not claiming to be, but Mr. Roth has said we are the bigger brother, and they've been saying that throughout. Although the performance last election would say otherwise. Not that we live in Maharashtra, Anand. What is your reading? No, part of the grief of Sip Semna in Maharashtra has been that the big brother has been trumped by the younger brother. So that is one of the means key points of their resentment against BJP. But uh, before making the alliance work again for 2019 Lok Sabha polls, they wanted uh, to. I mean, uh, what you can say, have a bit the best bargain. So they were playing this antagonistic politics. Now, as the polls have uh, come close, they are now again in the pact. Uh, BJP ca- uh, has the uh, attraction of gaining from Shiv Sena's local appeal, and Shiv Sena has the this attraction of gaining from modi's national appeal so uh, both see it from their side uh, i think uh, in last 2 3 weeks bjp has gone on on an overdrive to get its local game set i mean right it the local ha- game has an alliances yeah it has forged alliance with aidmk in uh, uh, yeah, ta- ta- tamil nadu hmm. it has it's a bihar game is set I means yeah. their alliances are in order and uh, in last two weeks the prospects of bjp with other developments around it is not as bleak as it, it was 15 days back hmm. so um, i think uh, when someone says that, that a week is long time in politics it, it is now differing with No, I agree with uh, with you. I think mm. quietly they're going about mm. uh, their way and you know uh, um, sort of forging alliances wherever they can. But of course, we all know that. Uh, yeah, but it, it's 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 so interesting, no? Like they treated all the allies like shit. And I remember uh, uh, that uh, what's his name from the ceremony, Kalidal Gujral, right? Nareesh Gujral, who would sit and whine all the time about how they have not taken into conference their decision was taken, and same thing with Uddhav Thakare, and of course everyone's falling in line. But the one that I'm most curious to see, and I guess I'll reclaim my Tamil pride, is how the BJP AIDMK does, because I think this alliance also has the potential of dis- finishing AIDMK for good in in Tamil Nadu, because BJP is not. Just to remind everyone, when Jayalalitha's R K Nagar constituency fell vacant after she died, the BJP candidate got twelve hundred votes. He lost that. I he think I'd it. get more votes if I stood for RWA of this colony. But BJP doesn't have much of a choice in the south. No, it's hundred and thirty seats, and mm. in every state, they're yeah. Pat- but AIADMK has a choice. Except for Karnataka, they're not present anywhere. AIADMK doesn't have a choice because DMK has aligned with the Congress. So no, no, they don't have a choice in the sense they don't have to go for a pre-poll alliance with right. the BJP. I mean, they could fight it alone. But my only thing is that they are. I think there's a little matter of Shashikala. <laughs> I think there are consideration other than any political future. There are consideration other than what can you do for us. In fact, that Yadurappa's tape, you know, the, I, I think those are the kind of considerations that many people are right now not worried about their political future because they know they have none. 
जैसे रिटायरमेंट के लिए मैं क्या क्या अपना इंतजाम करके जा सकता हूँ सो इफ यू हैव अ गवर्नमेंट दैट यूजेज ई डी एज अ पोलिटिकल टूल एज दिस गवर्नमेंट एज अ मैटर ऑफ फैक्ट ऑल गवर्नमेंट साउथ them was uh, around also 10 12 even 8 and that uh, i think uh, has uh, now changed i think the people and the analysts which i am reading if they are cred- credible then they are not now not that much pessimistic about uh, bjp's prospects in up they say that 30 40 it can still manage but let's see means hmm So I think um, that's what we have on the hafta anyone else has anything to add feel free otherwise let's go with the recommendations I'm going to kick off the recommendation this week my recommendation is the editorial in today's Indian Express it's called disgrace how offensive does governor Tathagat Roy need to be to incur the displeasure of the president the wait continues a short and important piece about a human being so vile that I'm shocked he is even of our same species let alone be made governor of a state what's interesting is that his younger brother shogata roy is in the tmc and an mp so this one family seems to have monopolized uh, you mm. know uh, two political parties and he's actually someone who's written a lot on shama prasad mukherjee so if shama prasad mukherjee is his hero i he don't know he will be proud yes i suspect so <laughs> Your recommendation, Manisha. I recommend a book, The Unending Game by Vikram Sood. It's a former Raw Chief's insights into espionage because we've been talking so much about what should India do hmm. in the wake of these terror attacks. I see, Anand. Since we talked about uh, the Islamist net, uh, fundamentalist network, so a non-fiction book by V. S. Nepal, Among the Believers, 1981. Um, means he looked at the countries which had pre-islamic past means uh, like uh, pakistan indonesia and this and it, uh, it's a kind of travel log but he analyzes the roots of uh, the national psyche so um, that's uh, one um, second is uh, soraj's uh, critique and ground reports uh, which are rebuttal to india spend and uh, fact checkers in hate crime data it's an alternative way of looking at the data so it would be interesting for some it's listeners. a piece or it's a it means a lot of pieces and some ground reports about the hate hate yeah, crime it's, uh, the, it's uh, the data which has been used by nyt washington post and uh, so it, it uh, it's a rebuttal to that hmm. so the second third is a, a very eminent hindi critic namwan singh 
passed away yesterday. So uh, he was not only Hindi's uh, important literary critic, he was nationally one of the most important literary critics of the uh, last 50 years, Namur Singh. I recommend two of his books. One is Kavita Ke Nay Pratiman and Itihas or Alochina. All right. Kaveri, what do you have for us? All the songs of Gali Boy. Oh, okay. cannot yeah. end this without talking yeah. about all the I haven't songs. I haven't seen, seen the film yet. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah. please. Yeah. I think you have to. But apart from that, uh, there was a very nice piece in The Guardian on Irom Sharmila and how love and a taste of honey changed her from being a saint to uh, virtually a sinner in the eyes of her yeah. former followers, which I thought was a very well-known and a very well-written and a very poignant piece about a woman who uh, sort of acquired the status of a goddess while she was, uh, you know, fasting. she did all the right things and she was fasting. And, you know, because she found love, she suddenly fell from grace and got as many as 90 votes when she actually fought yeah. elections. Not only that, she wasn't was, allowed to enter home. Yeah. So it was literally so I thought the I thought that was very well written and very well done and something that I think we ought to have done. I mean, as an Indian journalist, it took a Guardian journalist to do it. Hmm. Raman, sir? I'll recommend our own story by Pratik hmm. on the three widows who could not get, uh, you know, the compensation promised. Hmm. And uh, second is Ramchandra Guha has written today on uh, this Pulwama, the, the reaction to Pulwama, this ABVP and Tathagat and all, the way they have reacted. So how disgraceful is this? So it's a good piece uh, in Indian Express. And third, uh, there's a small uh, documentary, uh, I think, which has been nominated in Oscar, that uh, period uh, in... Uh, that has come on Netflix now. It's so called period. Period. End of sentence. End of sentence. Okay. On that note, if you have any feedback to give, you can write to us at contact at newslawny.com. Please put in the subject line Hafta so it doesn't get mixed up with our other podcasts. Also, do subscribe because when the public pays, the public is served. We'd like you to contribute towards our fund to cover election. We are hoping to raise about 16 lakhs so we can send... Uh, our reporters on ground to hopefully across 15 states at least to get to ground reports. So you get more than just five people payloading Gyan on a podcast, which is what we do here. And that will be way more enriching as news consumers to you than just us talking. So we don't take advertising money. So we expect you to give us money because when the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Thank you for listening to Hafta. And since it's the season for patch-ups, pre-election love and alliances we dedicate this song to all the political parties until election be back next week till then goodbye all the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.